supporting you in your dog parenting journey. The Dynamic Dog Owner with Debbie Potter. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Dynamic Dog Owner. Uh, I hope everyone is enjoying time with their dogs. This week, we are talking about mistakes. Um, Not about how to avoid making them, but what to do when they happen. Because mistakes are going to happen, let's face it. (laughs) We all strive to get things right every single time we do something. But we know that practice makes perfect. We know that perfection doesn't happen overnight. We have to practice things. We're going to get them wrong. Whether this be with our dog training in life, learning a new skill, learning a new hobby, in every aspect of learning, growing and developing, it is inevitable you will make a mistake. Everybody does. I do. I make mistakes with my dog training. I make mistakes with my life. Everybody does. Whether that be, you know, with... You know, it could just be something simple, like you make a spelling mistake. <laughs> That's what we have spell check for. <laughs> it could be you know, with with people, how you interact with other people. It may be at work with your kids and obviously with our dogs. You, whether this be that you, you make a mistake, you go, oh, I've made a massive, massive mistake here. It's got consequences. It may be that you haven't handled a situation the way that you would have liked to. You might have lost your temper say something you don't mean, and then you reflect on it with regret. You go, I wish I hadn't done that, if only, oh, hindsight. And then we tend to find that when we have got hindsight, we then look at the situation better and go, ah, well, the reason I did X, Y, Z, the reason I did this was because of, um, you know, I'd had a bad day at work, I was a bit short, a bit tired, I was whatever. Yeah, we can justify the reason why we didn't handle something right. Um, and that's the important bit. If we reflect on mistakes, we always see mistakes as a negative. And obviously, yeah, it's not ideal to make mistakes. We try and avoid them and we see them as negative. We see them as a bad thing and we choose to focus on the fact that we made a mistake But what we need to try and do is make it into a positive. And it's what you do when you make a mistake that's important. Mistakes aren't always bad because sometimes mistakes can create really good results. I mean, I'm sure you sometimes maybe it's like when you've I don't know if you guys bake, but maybe you've baked something and I know I do it sometimes. I go, oh, no, I'm missing an ingredient. There's one ingredient missing. And I go, ah, wonder what would happen if I put this in. Um, maybe that's just me that's quite um, blasé with cooking I'm like yeah whatever let's just see what happens Um, and sometimes I'll swap an ingredient out and go actually that was really nice and it's purely because the mistake was I didn't go shopping and make sure I had all the ingredients before I started cooking Um, but I created something new that I wouldn't have discovered before so try what we're going to look at today is trying not to make see our mistakes as a negative but see them as a positive and how we can use them to see a positive situation, to grow and learn new things. Making mistakes is going to happen. It's what we do with the mistake that is the important part. So we've got choices. When we make a mistake, we can just go, oh, damn, I made a mistake. Or we can learn from it. 
Um, and learning can be many different things. I say it can be finding a new recipe that you go, wow, that was amazing. It may be that you know you made a mistake and you strive to avoid it happening again. Or that mistake gives you a learning that you then improve from. And say this does apply to anything. So think about the first time you did something. Um, it might be that you learn a new skill um, or you know, it might be that you you learn how to do painting in lockdown um, years ago. I know we did brush parties. They were amazing. Um, and I learned some new skills from them. And uh, the first one wasn't great. The next few were. Um, it may be that you are learning to bake. Think about the first time you learned to read or write as a toddler. First time you rode a bike. Did it go perfectly the first time or did you make mistakes? Um, I... <laughs> recently my daughter bought this fun funky like uh, weighted hula hoop that she was going to use um and she picked it up and could do it straight away and I was like how did you do that I've never been able to hula hoop so I gave it a whirl they just laughed at me because I was absolutely terrible at it um now I could have given up straight away and gone oh well I made a mistake I can't do it but what I did instead was I tried every single day. I then, being the nerd I am, Googled it. I love Google. Google is like my... If and there's anything that pops into my mind that I don't know about, I Google the answer and I find out how and what happened. Um, so I Googled, how do you hula hoop? What are the, the rules about it? How do you do it? What motion? I watched YouTube videos on how to hula hoop right um, and I practiced every single day. And after a couple of weeks, I was like, I can do it. <laughs> it's amazing. And I could work out the motion because I'd been moving my body in the wrong way and thinking you had to go around and around in a circle. And in fact, you have to go from side to side or forwards and backwards. Very interesting. Um, but the reason I got better at it was A, because I tried. And secondly, because I made mistakes. The first time it was rubbish. The second time it wasn't very good. I kept getting it wrong until I taught my body how to do it. So research, practice, learning, I'm doing this wrong, actually made me get it right. And of course, you know, this say, is anything, absolutely anything. The first time you train a dog, um, the first time you're given a clicker, I mean, if you've used a clicker, you will know how hard it is to get your brain to see what your dog is doing, know what you want to reward, send your message from your brain to your hand to click the clicker, at the right moment and not get it too soon too early and then remember to get a treat out at the end it's an awful lot of practice <laughs> it's hard and even now sometimes i'll be training and i do use a clicker because i love clickers um i'll be training and i'll click and i go oh no it's too early oh i missed it um and i make mistakes just about coping with your lack of sleep new routines and needing eyes in the back of your head when your puppy becomes a piranha it's easy to feel deflated and wondering whose idea was it to get a puppy anyway? What if I told you there was a better way than just saying no? In my new book, Ouch! A Practical Guide to Puppy Biting, I help you to understand why your puppy is biting, how to prevent it happening, and what to do when they are biting. You can find out more on my website, www.debbiepotter.co.uk. But because I practice, the mistakes become less and less. And thankfully, the dog doesn't get too confused <laughs> because I only make one out of 10 mistakes, say. So nine times they're getting it right, one mistake. That mistake teaches me to be hotter on watching and 
thinking, preempting what's going to happen and being poised, ready with my clicker. So we're all going to get stuff wrong. We're all going to make mistakes. It's how we handle it that's the important thing. So trying not to lose our temper, to get cross, to give up. That's the important thing. What do we do when something goes wrong? So when we're training, obviously because this is about dog training, let's face it. Um, When training goes wrong and you make a mistake, whatever that mistake be, once it's a mistake, and depending on what you're doing, if you carry on making the same mistake, you're not learning from it. So the important part is to learn from a mistake. And it depends, obviously, what what mistakes you make. I mean, in life, if you make a massive mistake, so say, I don't know, what mistake could you make? You forget to lock your car and something gets stolen out of your car. That's a big mistake. You know, something important gets stolen out of your car. You've got choices. Are you going to learn from your mistake? And one, make sure you lock your car. Um, two, don't leave things in your car. And the next time you're, you're likely to do, or you might even park somewhere safer, and um, you know, be careful about where you park, etc. You know, you're going to learn lessons from the mistake you make. So what you're likely to do the next time you park your car is you're going to double check you have locked it. You're then going to double check you haven't left anything visible on the seats and you've got all your valuables with you or anything that you want in the car. You're going to become ultra conscious around that thing to make sure it doesn't happen. And this is obviously going to be for anything. Um, We need to make sure we apply the same thing when we're working with our dogs. If we make a mistake, how can we avoid the mistake happening again? How, what do we need to double and triple check to make sure it's not going to happen again? Because remember, dogs learn through consequences. So a few situations that I've had where I have made mistakes, big mistakes. Um, well, not necessarily big mistakes, but they're mistakes that have happened that I've learned from. So you may remember if you've listened to the episode about Rem, my middle dog, that he can open the front door. I learned this through mistakes. <laughs> I didn't realise he could open a front door. I mean, I should have thought that he was clever enough to. I have um, a little cupboard out the front of my house, like a like a mini shed almost, that I keep um, the dog food in because I've got spare freezers and fridges and freezers out there. Um, and I keep food in there. So I have two front doors. I have a, a front door that locks when you shut behind it. There's a story about that from one of our trainers. I'll tell you about another time. Um, and I have a sort of external porch door that doesn't lock. It just is open. And I thought, oh, you know, he'll be fine. I'll leave the internal door open and I'll just shut the um, sort of porch door behind me while I go out to the, free, the fridge. I think I was putting something in the car as well. And next thing I know, the front door is wide open and obviously separation anxiety, I need to get to you. And my dog was outside and I was like, oh, <laughs> no harness, no collar, no lead. He was out the front. He was probably about five months old. So he was very small. Um, and as that happened, somebody walked just the other side of the close um, with their dog. You know, it's like, how could all these things align at the same time? And he trundled off across the close. And I was like, oh, no. Um I had to go over and get him. I was like, oh my goodness. Whew, that was a bit scary. 
what if? What if he hadn't stopped? What if there hadn't been a dog there? I mean, he wouldn't go far because he wouldn't go far from me. Um, but what if? You know, you see all those things. What if a car happened to have been moving at that time? Blah, 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 blah. Um, now, I learned from that mistake. And I learned that he can open the front door. <laughs> so I need to make sure that I actually shut both doors. Because yes, he can put his paw down and push open, but he won't be able to open the, the internal door because that one you have to push down and pull towards you. Fine, no problem. Um, so that's what I did from that time, that day onwards. I either shut the front door and locked it or I shut both doors because he wouldn't be able to get out. So, then I thought I'd foiled the plan. He then worked out he could open the other door. So he would flick the other door and pull it towards him. So he got out a second time. Um, I had just gone out. I think I was out of the car again and he had separation anxiety. So that was his drive to open the door to get to me. Um, <laughs> and so he learned to open the other door. And then I had, again, choices. And we've made another mistake um, because yet again, the dog has outsmarted me. What can I do about it now? Do I carry on as I am or do I put extra measures in place? So again, I learned from the mistake. I fenced my front garden. So my garden now has a four foot fence all the way around it with a gate. Um, we then made a family decision that we would always lock the front door. So we now have three point check. There's a gate at the front of the door. There's an external door that we can lock. There's an internal door that we always keep locked. Now, since that point, he hasn't been able to get out and open the front door. Um, I learned from my mistakes. Think of another situation. So, for example, recall. We've all had, I'm sure everybody has had a situation where you've called your dog and they haven't come back. If that happens once, it's a mistake. If it happens twice, you haven't learned from your mistake. So if something happens once, think back to our rewards episode. If you haven't watched it, listen to it. Go and listen to it. Um, if something happens once, the probability of it happening again increases. Because once, wow, I got an amazing reward from that. I didn't listen to my mum when she called me. I got to go and say hello to another dog and play. It was great fun. Next time she calls me, I could listen, but I could go and have some fun. So if it happens once, the probability of it happening increases because your dog has a history of it being fun and it producing good consequences. So if it's happened once, we then have to learn from that mistake. What do we do about it? How do we stop that mistake happening again? And obviously when it comes to recall, there's really simple, simple answers. Um, and it is simply, you know, you keep them on the lead, you practice your recall. It's, this is about us growing. It's about us developing skills and learning how to change from negatives into positives. Um, it's really easy to focus on negatives. My dog does this and they keep doing it. How do I stop them doing it? We learn from the things that happen. We take notes. It's almost like analysing a situation and going, this happened. Why did it happen? How did it happen? What am I going to learn from it and take forward on my journey with my dog to make sure it's not going to happen again um and obviously this comes it's not just about training this is about everything you know if you get cross with somebody how 
do I prevent myself from not doing that again? It's what we do about a situation. If we just sit back and accept it and go, oh, well, yeah, my dog could open the front door. Clever, isn't he? Um, it's dangerous. If our dog can't recall, then we see them run off and we let them keep doing it. Once it's a mistake, the second, third, fourth time, it's just carelessness and not learning from your mistakes. So when things go wrong and a mistake happens, make a little analysis of the situation. What can I use? What vital information is there in that situation to help me become better, more proactive, to help me grow as a person, to help me develop skills, to prevent that mistake happening again? And in turn, we'll be setting our dog up to not repeat mistakes. If we see a mistake in ourselves, we change it. If we see a mistake in our dogs, we can adapt the situation so that they don't continue to make the same mistake over and over and over and over again. As I said, I make mistakes. We all do. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, it's inevitable. We can't avoid it. But how can you avoid that mistake happening again? Um, so I'm just going to leave you with that thought for this week. Have a little think about the mistakes that you make, um, the mistakes you see your dog making. How can you avoid that mistake happening again? What can you learn from the situation? Write it down. If you've got that notepad, write it down. Write down the mistakes that you do or the mistakes that you see your dog doing in the week and just see if you can write down any ways to avoid them, um, to take information from it, to gain knowledge from it and to avoid that mistake from happening again. Have a wonderful week and we'll catch up with you again soon. Thank you for listening to The Dynamic Dog Owner with me, Debbie Potter. See you next time. Thank you.